football. Hello again to Foolproof Football Podcast, Super Bowl edition. Um, we're at the end of our regular podcast, which is a bit sad. But at least we got to end it with the Super Bowl, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All, good, all good things must end. Yeah, well, no, next good. week we'll surely review the Pro Bowl. <laughs> we're <laughs> never going back to the Pro Bowl, Kevin. <laughs> um, got the full crew here, TJ, Kevin, Dennis, myself, Adam. Um, I suppose last week we looked ahead at the Super Bowl. This week it's time for reflection. To look back at what happened. We went we made a series of predictions. Not all football related. We'll get the novelty stuff out of the way, then we'll talk about the games. It sounds like Kev's got a, an agenda he wants to see to in terms of this ah. game. He's wearing green, I should add. Well, if that's, that's any indication. Coincidence. Coincidence. Um, but look, everyone was set, primed, a bit tired, I'll admit. I watched a lot of Super Bowl in my bed on the tablet. Um, for Arizona, Super Bowl, it don't look like that, Kev. I didn't mean it in a weird way. I just meant as in it in was... In bed watching Rihanna dancing around the place. <laughs> don't you dare. We'll get to that, all right? It's inappropriate now. Um, inappropriate always, I'll correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is it inappropriate why now, now? Adam? Sure. Why now? <laughs> uh, let's start off. Look, the stage is set. We've talked about where it was in beautiful Arizona. The roof was open. That was maybe a bit of a surprise at first. It was a nice day out. Because we talked about it being an indoor stadium. My favorite reaction to the roof being open was the, all the people on social media saying, I didn't even know the roof opened. I'll be honest, <laughs> I didn't really. Apparently, it's been opened twice this year. Yeah, I think I made a comment a couple of weeks ago about, like, I don't know, lashing rain or something. You were like, it's a closed stadium, Dennis. Well, That's I think if right. it was lashing rain, they probably should, I'd imagine they'd close yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, this is in the desert as well, so what's but the odds of that happening? They've had it closed in good weather. Normally they play with it closed. Strange. But look, maybe it was to see those beautiful jets um, fly over sight, I suppose, um, with the all-female pilots, which was a, another first for the NFL, but... Look, let's get the prop bets out of the way. We'll start off with the National Anthem. We discussed it last week. This one's a bit of a tricky one. Um, so Chris Stapleton, great rendition, I must say. What was everyone's takes on it? It was a bit long. A bit <laughs> short. We'll get, we'll get it was short. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that. But it was a nice rendition, I thought. You know, It's kind of weird well, Honestly, I didn't actually hear him. I was looking at my stopwatch the whole time. And be like, come on, go a bit longer. <laughs> How sickening must it be, though? Because you're probably not the only one. Because of sports betting getting big and acceptable and legal now in America, you've been picked to sing the national anthem. This should be like a huge thing for you in the Super Bowl. And all anyone cares about is how long are you going to be singing it for? And yeah, there'll be loads mad. of people, probably in the stadium with the stopwatch out, sort of thing, which is nuts. No one's listening to how good it is. They're listening to how quick you be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard a few boos after because he went too too fast. Well, this is where it gets a bit tricky for our bets because we were saying at the time when we did our preview, there was no set, I suppose, over-under score. It was between 121 seconds and 125 was the estimated or predicted. Now, it started coming out around 123, 125 in most places, but we decided to pick 121 for our over-under for our predictions. That was what we agreed on. 
Kevin, you went under. Dennis, you went under. Myself and TJ went over. Now, the big issue is it was 121 yeah. seconds. I think that's points all around. <laughs> it could be, because the official yeah, time I'm was happy 121. It's either points I've lost in every other or... bookies, but I'll take foolproof football <laughs> bookies <laughs> and clear all bets. Well, we're either all losers or winners. I don't, like, it's, it's a hard one. You could go into decimals if you want, but we don't really want to do that. Wait, yeah, what is could. the decimal? Be do you know what the decimal is? Yeah, the decimal is 121.3 or 0.4, I think it was. You went under 121. But it has to... Mm. 121 was the official time, so look, we're all losers or winners, depending on how you want to look at it. Which is not a great start to our prop bet sort of predictions. <laughs> we're all winners. Uh, <laughs> it's only down from here. I don't know if we all are all winners, but we'll say it. Um... The next up, obviously, was the much-anticipated coin toss. Which I don't know why. Does anyone even bet on the coin toss? Surely people do. Oh, yeah. Some I suppose it's a 50-50 yeah. chance, like. <laughs> Not according to the book. It's really <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, I suppose the winner was Tails. Um, myself and Dennis went Tails just because Tails never fails. Uh, TJ and Kevin went heads, I'm afraid. So oh, that's how it tails. Suck it. Uh, sorry, go on, Dennis? No, I just said suck it. Oh, right. <laughs> it was just a bit of bragging over <laughs> a coin toss. Um, they did give... Does anyone remember the stat? Because the Chiefs won the coin toss and then decided to receive in the second half. And they kept saying some stats saying, oh, God. The last number of teams who've done that have lost the Super Bowl, is what they were saying. I can't remember how many, but it's just, you know, a ridiculous stat that doesn't really matter. But they were like, why did they defer? The last few teams who deferred lost. Yeah. I'd say they probably were sweating a little bit when the Eagles came out so hot and got a touchdown immediately. Well, we can talk about that later. Um, I just thought it was funny that it was made such a big deal from Greg Olson and crew, I suppose. That's their um, job, though. But look, before we talk about football, let's talk about the important thing, which was the halftime show. Yeah. Rihanna came out. Now, we have a little bit of, I suppose, information or clarification that's needed. Last week, TJ made controversial comments, um, according to Kevin. Uh, they weren't <laughs> controversial. You just took it out of context completely. Uh, he was a concerned father. That's all he well, is. This is the thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. TJ was talking about. Basically, TJ was talking about the fact that she's performing so recently after giving birth last year. But the way TJ, TJ might have made a comment saying she's pregnant. And we were like, no, she was pregnant last year. And then it turns out, now this was kind of funny. After the show, a lot of NFL sort of meme social media accounts, I think, were poking fun at Rihanna. Then her representative came out and said she's actually pregnant again. And quickly I was noticing those old posts and I wanted to go back to see the comments were getting deleted. (laughs) So thank God we didn't stoop that low, guys, to make fun of it. People didn't, like, know straight off the bat. They thought she just, like, got a pot belly out of nowhere. Well, no, because what I suppose a lot of people probably assumed was, I'm sure, Dennis, you're aware of the human body, that after a woman gives birth, they don't 
necessarily go back to exactly what they look like. They can carry a bit of weight after it, which what a lot of people probably assume. Mm. But then people were speculating that is she pregnant to the point where her reps came out after the halftime show confirming she is pregnant, yeah. Less than a year after, I suppose, her last pregnancy, but fair play to her. Mm. Less than a year, and she had quite a belly as well. Um, well, I don't know how long she's been pregnant or anything, but she had her child, you'd was it last April or May or something? Her last you'd child? have to imagine she's at least three months. Oh, I think she's four. She's four months. Is that when you saw her last? You have to answer yourself. You made, a, you made a comment as if you knew she was pregnant again. And I want to know how you knew this. I didn't. I was referring to the first pregnant originally. Don't you try to cover up, uh, to pretend you're not friends with A-listers and just holding out on us. Yeah, well, I could go down that route and say that. But Possibly you could go down the route that you're more than friends either. Well, let's not get ourselves sued here. <laughs> But like I thought I saw TJ at the Grammys rubbing shoulders with a few stars. I think he, he was actually in Sam Smith's suit. It's not all he was rubbing in there. <laughs> oh, jeez. God, we can't have one. Too easy. Normal. <laughs> Is it really? It was too easy. Let's rein it back mm-hmm. in. Halftime show. What did we think? First off, I will just say my anxiety when... She was strapping. Oh, there's a harness to this fucking platform going up into the sky. I was, it was nervous. Did you see oh, off. Yeah, I didn't see a harness, so I'm glad to know there was one was, because yeah. I was thinking, it Jesus, wasn't that great. like she would have been a bit off balance already. Like I thought it was kind of cool initially. Like oh no, I mean like she was just strapped to the platform. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't like she was strapped anything up high just in case the platform. Like if the platform fails and you're strapped to the platform. What happens yeah. then, you know? Initially, though, I think she had a, a strap up high when she was coming down from very high. Because they switched it, it looked like. It, it looked like because there was a, a clip thing at the bottom that got clipped on. That's yeah, why they, I thought they were taken off. They clipped that, but they clipped that onto her late. But then I was like, oh, there must be a different clip somewhere or something. I don't know. Well, it's risky as well going up that high with fighter jets nearby, considering all these spy balloons. Mm-hmm. Was there a chance one of the jets said, we've got another one, Mr. President? Disaster. Are you saying because she was pregnant, you felt that she you looked like a balloon? You are putting words in my mouth, Kevin. <laughs> um, no, that is not what I was saying. Um, but what do we think of it? I thought it was good. It wasn't I, thought, I thought it was good, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was, good hmm. it was visually, I suppose, impressive. Um, few throwback kind of songs I suppose we're all used to hearing. Maybe a bit of nostalgia kicking in for us. Um, a lot of people were a bit disappointed. No special guests um, and no dancing. But considering she's pregnant I think we can let that yeah. slide. <laughs> <laughs> and she did kind of do a bit of hand movements and stuff. A little bit a little like bit, so. Yeah. I would like to see a bit of rain though for Umbrella. That was. Yeah, yeah. but then, uh, then I was thinking when I was watching it, would the players give out because that pitch was slippy as it was. True actually, yeah. <laughs> To put a uh, like a bit of sheeting underneath. Bit of sheeting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just dry it Concrete. Out. Yeah. Um, but no, a decent halftime show. Uh, Rihanna fans now are desperately upset because it means that it'll delay her music again, which I thought was my funniest. 
Very selfish of them. I thought it was the funniest Very reaction I saw. Selfish. Like when they, when I saw it on Twitter, they were like, "Her agent said she she is pregnant." The replies of people saying, "Great, now the <laughs> album's pushed back even more." I was just like, <laughs> "Jesus!" <laughs> uh, but no, look, good stuff. Let's look at the football side of things. So, like you said, I suppose Eagles start with the ball, Kev. They look like they meant business. Came out hot. Uh, touchdown the first drive. Uh, I suppose combined. I didn't really get the running game going, but the passing game was there and Jalen Hurts looked good. Jalen Hurts looked very good. Now, I suppose they did have three and out. Um, Afterwards, yeah. Yeah, after. They, like, it was kind of one of those things. It started off, Eagles really hot. Then it got to Chiefs. They went back and scored a touchdown. Everyone was like, here we go. And I, I remember I was giving out last week. I wanted a shootout. After those first two drives, I was thinking... I'll get what I want yeah. now. <laughs> then it was followed by a three and out and a missed field goal. <laughs> I was a little bit yeah. more worried then. Um, but look, I suppose first quarter, I don't know, is there too much to talk about? I suppose there was the missed field goal, three and out, but two pretty impressive touchdown goals. The doinker, yeah. I think it wasn't until the second quarter where it kind of kicked off a bit. Yeah, the, the Eagles really took control then. And well, offensively, um, they they very much they looked a lot hotter, um, and dominant. They did have that fumble recovered for a touchdown, though. Was that the second quarter? Was it? Yeah, that was the second quarter. Oh yeah, well, no, they fucked up they, there. They came out hot again. Um, then I think the Chiefs went three out, and then came the fumble recovered. The fumble, yeah. But to be fair to them, they turned around, they went back down the field and got a score afterwards. So. 100%. I think yeah. questions were asked, how's Hurts going to react? He just fumbled the ball, gave away a touchdown. What's he going to do next? And he didn't look phased at all when he went no. back out there. Um, I suppose one thing on it that was interesting was when the Chiefs got the ball back, in the second quarter, it has gone 23 minutes without um, having the ball on offense. Yeah. It was ridiculous, yeah. to, I suppose, the difference in possession for most of this game for the Eagles against the Chiefs was outrageous. Yeah. Well, I suppose that, that's yeah. how a lot of people said the Eagles could win, was just keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. But I suppose as much, I think, Davey in our group chat says, as much... They had, was it, twice as much possession and at one point still only had a six-point lead, despite that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, no, ten. Ten points. I think it was six at the time that Davey messaged oh. in. Um, shout out to Davey if, if he's ever listening. I'm stealing his stats. Uh, but I suppose the second quarter came to a bit of a nervy end once Mahomes got injured. I think everybody except an Eagles fan was thinking, well, this is shit. Yeah. Yeah, it looked very, very worrying, to be honest. Uh, mm. It was right before halftime, so no one really seen him come back, and he looked in serious pain on the side. Now, to be fair, everyone knows Mahomes is a hardy old bastard. Like, it'd take a lot to knock him out, especially in the Super Bowl. Um, but it did look, obviously, it was a recurring injury. It did look worrying. Uh, well, fair play. The manner he hobbled off, and he looked like he was done he for was. the day. Just his reaction on the bench. Yeah, it definitely was. It was a bit nuts. Um, 
That's what the half ended 24-14. And at that point, I think most of us, all, well, maybe not most of us, I thought, fuck, we're getting shot any in the second half. This I game was dead in Watford. Yeah, because you had Philadelphia going ahead. And to be honest, like... They did have quite a obviously they had quite a lot of the possession, but that's because of the fumble and all that. They did look superior, but if you like, if you really believe that the Chiefs are going to come back, they needed Mahomes. They like without Mahomes, like you can say what you want about Henny being a stable quarterback, but he's not leading a comeback. Mahomes is leading a comeback, um, you know. And even at that, like they they didn't look great. The Chiefs' <laughs> offense in the first half, like. They had flickers, I'd say. Like, the first touchdown, fair enough. Mm. But other than that, they didn't score. The defense got them a touchdown. Um, and they had, what, two, three and outs? Or, or four and outs? I think three it was two. Outs. Was it three and outs? And then the missed yeah. field goal? The missed field goal. Like, so, they weren't, they looked okay, but they weren't of what we would have expected in a Super Bowl. And then throw in Chad Henney, who, look, he's... He's a good quarterback, a good backup, but he's not Mahomes in any stretch he's of imagination. He's not Mahomes. He is exactly the sort of quarterback that Eagles defense, and I know I went on my rant last week, but he's exactly the sort of quarterback that Eagles defense would love to play against just because they've played against players who are kind of average, no offense, so, and they've destroyed them. Sorry. <laughs> um, look, third quarter came, <coughs> Mahomes had Michael's secret sauce or juice or whatever it is in Space Jam um, <laughs> and just came out and it kind of looked a bit normal to be honest See, all the rumours going around that he failed the drug test <laughs> because of what he drugs he took at half time that's all <laughs> bullshit but no, <laughs> yeah he said he didn't take anything at half time now I don't believe it but that's what he said Dennis is our injury expert what is your take on how did he go from looking possibly out of the Super Bowl to kind of not 100%, but a lot better after halftime? Well, similar to you uh, cleverly enough mentioned the, the juice in Space Jam. Um, it wasn't Space Jam. It was Flubber. Flubber making a comeback. Remember Flubber? <laughs> I remember. Flubber. I remember, yeah. But that made you so bounce. Flubber. Flubber, no, Flubber took control of people to make them play better in basketball. Rubs it on his hands. He can catch it, hold it real tight, but as soon as he lets go of it, whips it. No, Flubber, Flubber was the stuff that was really bouncy, wasn't that? That was just in the yeah, movie. But, but Flubber's a little bit different in real life, Kevin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There was a scene in the movie where Flubber uses his power to help uh, a struggling basketball team, if I remember correctly. Mm, yeah, that was a little bit exaggerated. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> less noticeable in real life. Um, well, look, he got a bit of a benefit because he had a long halftime with that halftime show. So there's a little bit more time to try sort something out. Um, fun fact, Andy Reid uh, told that nobody is allowed to leave the locker room to watch Rihanna. That's fair enough. Uh, like. That's fair that, enough. <laughs> like, think, I'd say, be very think, surprised. If he... But I think yeah. he said, like, if you do that, you're cut. So I think, well, it's mainly because of last year when McPherson sat out at the halftime yeah, watching true. the halftime show. Um, but look, they came back, started showing the run game, and Pacheco with a touchdown. 
just trade off in the third quarter and get themselves back in it. Like, so at that point, they were three points behind, which is mad when you consider everything. Jack um, looked very solid, I thought. I just got to say that. Like, yeah. He's the sort of player that goes under the radar a bit, but you kind of forget he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Seventh round rookie as well. He, he uh, seems like, not now, it might be a bit harsh. He never really struck me as like a Breeze Hall or a Saquon no. or anything like that. But he always seemed like one of those solid running backs that has a good career just moving around and stuff if they have to, getting decent numbers. But he had a great game. And like he fights for yards as well, which is what they needed really at times in that match. And they needed the run game because of Mahomes. So, Jesus, fair play to him. Yeah, the biggest, like going into it and even the whole season, the Chiefs' kind of biggest weakness was the running game. And uh, he got the opportunity and seized it. Uh, and he really showed uh, at the Super Bowl that he deserved it. Like, he was fighting for every yard. Now, you expect that at the Super Bowl, but for such a young guy with inexperience, uh, it's easy to mess up, and he didn't. The, the so biggest letdown for me... Sorry, no, I was just going to say, really, you know, you go on. Cause you're the, well, Mike's you're just a terrible pun. I was going to say, uh, you could say that Pacheco got the chance and ran with it, PJ. That's terrible, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay what your point? <laughs> I was going to say, which is an actual point, um, the biggest letdown for me was the Eagles defense. Like, I honest God thought they would do something in this game. And they were shite. They did. I don't think did it. Did they even get one sack? No, they didn't. Um, I suppose it's something we kind of talked about last um, podcast. The concern with the Eagles' defense, uh, and look, I suppose it can be kind of easy to say, look, they're one of the top three in pass defenses. They're going to be great. But when you look back at whenever they played a solid QB or good QB. For the entire game. They didn't even play Aaron Rodgers for the entire game. That was split. Jordan Love came in. Um, but when they play a solid QB, they give up a lot in terms of points. <coughs> yeah. Because they drop back the defense because they're too afraid of these long ball threats. Oh, yeah. And they drop back and then a good competent QB takes advantage of short games. Um, and that's what they did here. Um, maybe a bit too conservative. Look, at the same time, Chiefs offense is class. But there's a drive later on I want to talk about where it, it's visible that they drop back so much. And, it and just and lets I think them get wide open for other short games. It's true, like, but at the same time, I thought they'd get some pressure on Mahomes. And at times, there seemed to be very little. It was, yeah. I, thought, I thought their defensive line would dominate the Chiefs' offensive line. And would put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. It's true, yeah. They didn't have much to worry there. Mahomes, though, as well, is quite good at getting Slippery bastard, isn't he? It's quite, it, yeah, I hate it. Is there a chance that it was actually Jackson Mahomes swapped with him in the second half? And, and danced his way out. TikTok danced his way out of it. Um, but look, I suppose third quarter, after they got that touchdown, we'll go through quickly. Um, there were some plays, I suppose. There was that missed fumble recovery where they said it wasn't a catch. Yeah. I suppose, look, I don't mind the decision too much. I can see why some people would argue he got the ball, but he didn't make the, the third step or whatever. 
Yeah, I don't think it, I didn't think it was a catch when I seen it. Bolton had a got that. Ah, MVP. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. MVP. Oh, <laughs> I was raging when it got called back. I was like, he's going to do it. As he was running into the end, uh, the end zone, I said, all he was thinking was MVP. <laughs> and, and then you had Goddard, who had some spectacular catches, to be fair to him. He showed up as well. Yeah. Um, you had his one where, I suppose, they called it a catch. Some people were arguing, did he actually have it secure? Because it looked like maybe it came loose again before his foot came out. Tight one that went their way. L- looked to be the right call, but it was tight as well. Mm-hmm. But then they just went and got a field goal, which was a bit uncharacteristic. A lot of people were yeah. saying, should they not have just gone for it? They normally just go for it. I know it was a long fourth drive. Um, but do you take the three or do you try? I suppose you're, you're up by three at that stage. If you push to another tree, they can't just are you say you, you go for it, you don't get it. It's all the momentum game. swings like. Hmm, fair, yeah, no, look, it's one of those things on Greg Olson, but I don't really agree with everything Greg says. He was kind of in shock that they didn't go for it on fourth down. Yeah, they they generally are a kind of. I suppose we've seen it a few times there. They went for a few fourth yeah, downs. I think that they had two successful in the first half, didn't they? Yeah, one of them was quite. It quite was fourth and yeah. six or seven or something well, like it wasn't. The other one was just uh, Jalen Hurts gets yeah. the ball and he's like, "Push me." Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there was one he didn't make it, and AJ Brown just comes in and just shoves him over. <laughs> you have to say something for that Eagles like one yard push is just so like devastating. You're like I think what they're. Do you do? I think. They'll make a rule against it or something. Yeah, they're going to say you're able to push someone over, but you're not able to ram into them. So yeah, they'll make some rule around it, so it's not as effective next year. I think they'll say it's about player safety, because some of them in the past, there wasn't too many bad ones for the Eagles, but some of them looked like the quarterback was getting tackled in the back, the way they were like just... Yeah, pure <laughs> <laughs> whiplash. And then you had Chris Jones jumping over the top on top of Hurts as well, like... So. <laughs> Um, we go into the fourth quarter, and then I suppose we can tack on all the controversial stuff too, but we'll just go how it played out. So it went in 27-21 into the fourth quarter. This is the drive I want to talk about. So the Chiefs get the ball back, bring it down, score a touchdown. On that drive, there was not a single pass over 15 yards in the entire drive. And I think that summed up the Eagles when it comes to coverage were stepping back if you remember, there's a lot of wide open short gains that they were doing. Yeah. I think they were too conscious that Mahomes might try a long bomb, 30 yards, 40 yards, whatever. But they just methodically went the short games up. Then it ended with that wide open little short yeah. pass. Shocking. The, he had like half the feckin' pitch to work with. It was so wide open. I suppose two of them were just conscientious on, on Kelsey. Like, they're like, oh, they're gonna, he's going to Kelsey. Did you see the report after it was uh, about Andy Reid and the enemy noticing the safeties following the the movement? That's Um, what I was just about to say as well, TJ. Yeah, it it happened twice and it happened on two touchdowns where they noticed that when yeah when they went um, when they went in a certain type of defense. They had a guy moving in the backfield, and they noticed that the safety moved over to mark him. Or no, the cornerback moved to mark him, and then the safety went out. 
and when that failed they did the exact same thing again but instead of the movement across like a jet sweep they just planted the foot stayed there and they got an easy touchdown they did it twice to tony and uh who was it sky more sky more that's it yeah because I, I was gonna say as well as you were saying kevin about top of the wide open if you watch the replay just like tj saying as the ball starts so Tony starts to move in as if, like, as you would say, he's doing a jet sweep. You can see the defender starts moving across. Now, the defender, I think, takes his eyes off him a bit because he's focused on getting across mm. the actual line. And then he just cuts back, and that's just wide open. Yeah, wide open. Uh, but the fact he did twice as well is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. But just after that impressive drive, then the punt return happened. <laughs> Was it 65 yards? I thought he was going to go the whole way. I, I never knew we never had a punt return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it was mad. It looked like he was going to go the whole way at one point. Yeah, he got to the five, was it? Yeah, it was a 65-yard return. Yeah. Um, ridiculous. And he did very well as well, the fact that he was just patient and, and kind of then yeah, came he back. Just, yeah, he kind of moved in and out a bit. Yeah. It looked, like TJ mentioned, then Sky Moore got a nearly copy and paste open touchdown as well and after that they went from I suppose in such a short space of time 27-21 to a 35-27 lead which was yeah. a huge kind of shift um, I suppose then look as you can imagine 35-27 we're all sitting there thinking here we go what does he do Jalen Hurts goes and rushes it in for his third rushing touchdown of the day um, and goes for the two points as well to tie it up now, when the Chiefs scored their touchdown before this drive, I was a bit shocked they didn't go for the two-point. But I imagine, looking back, maybe Andy Reid thought, look, if we go for the two-point and we miss it, Eagles are going to go for two points, get it, and they're in the lead. Yeah. I think he's very conscious of how good they are at fourth down, kind of translating how good they are at two-point conversions. And maybe, look, maybe he was right considering... How kind of easy they got the two point conversion. Like everyone in the stadium knew Jalen Hurts was going to run it. Yeah. And yet they yeah. still scored. It's kind of like Travis Kelsey getting the ball. You know it's going yeah, to it, but you can't stop it. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but look, we got in, I suppose, 35 35. Everyone's sitting there thinking, here we effing go. This is the sort of Super Bowl we want. Big high score. I was absolutely loving it because oh, I, yeah. I was ranting away saying, if this is not high scoring, Chiefs get the ball back. Now, there's a lot to talk about in this drive. Yeah. We'll probably talk a lot more after we've discussed the ending of this game. But one thing that has to be noticed is, at one point in this drive, it might have been first down, Mahomes on his dodgy ankle scrambled for 26 yards to put them in field goal range. <laughs> he looked like he was in physical pain running. Like When he got oh, up, really? he was just like, oh my God, I am in so much pain. <laughs> I was watching it thinking, just slide. Just yeah. slide. I don't think he could. I don't think he could because he's probably, he probably thinking could. running's like, if I fall or when I fall, no matter if it's a slide, it's going to hurt like a bitch. He should have just done a Joe Burrow. Do you remember when he couldn't slide, just fall? Just fall. Yeah. <laughs> but that play, I think, gets a little bit unnoticed because of everything that happened. But that was outrageous. Like, when you're looking back at a player's career and showing all their kind of clutch plays, that scramble was up there, especially with a dodgy ankle. That shows he wanted it. Oh, Bad. Um, 
I suppose I could just say they got the go-ahead field goal, but we probably won't talk about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look, the Eagles got the return late. Then came the hole in punt, which has divided the nations. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose running up until that, they're obviously burning time, but there is still a minute 50-something on the board, yeah. which is plenty yeah. of time. Um, which is plenty of time for the Eagles to come back, and especially in, like, obviously in the form that they're coming. Plenty of time. And then third and eight, you knew they had to throw the ball. Um, it looks like they were doing man and blitz, uh, a blitz and man coverage in the back. And it just went awry. I suppose who wants to take it? Ben can't take it. Well, I I looked at it a few times. Mm. I think, so for anyone that doesn't see it, are you Dennis? <laughs> um, what happened was <laughs> I'm sure Juju Smith-Schuster um, was running running a route um, and James Badbury was called a penalty against him for holding. Um, I suppose he was never going to catch the ball, let's be honest here. Um, Mahomes just threw it away. But yeah, that I being said, there there was a little tug. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I think, if it was any time, other time during the game, you would say, oh, that's a very soft call. But you'd accept it. It was just unfortunate. It happened at such a critical time that it pretty much decided the game. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. The one what thing I don't understand, though, is the highlights only showed the second tug. It didn't show the first tug at all, yeah. really. True, but the first one was, it, it wasn't a major one either, well, I would have said. hand on shirt, and you could see separation of It's closer to the line, I suppose. And, like, I suppose that going into the year, they actually said that, like, they're going to accept a little bit of jostling from defenders more, um, especially nearer to the line, but... When once you start running away from the defender, and if you tug at all, that that's interference. And uh, when you're just, I think the first tug was closer to just kind of two guys tangling, you know. Um, I think it was so. One of the things that didn't help is Greg Olson commentary going on. Um, yeah, I think he went back. He riled to up him. Philadelphia. He was riling them up, and also he went back to which who was it they had as the referee um, go to again? You know when they have the referee uh, analyst. Gene Sturter, is he? Sturter, yeah. Like, he's like Gene. What did you think of that? And Gene goes, "Well, I, I think the first he, he holds him too, and then the highlights go on, and Greg just cuts him off, saying, "That's so soft. That's not a hold." <laughs> <laughs> like it's like Gene was trying to talk about it. Gene was just a referee before Greg. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think he just didn't care, you know what Gene said, he saw what he saw. It, uh, it was soft, let's be honest, it was soft, but yet he did hold him. Yeah. admitted after as well. Yeah, so personally, as a fan, I'd love to have seen it not given, because then we get yeah. Jalen Hurts. I think that's why it's so controversial, is people but want but to Should it be like it. that? Like, if, like TJ said, Bradbury came out and said, look, I held him, I thought the rest would let it slide. Shouldn't have gone. Yeah, a lot of cornerbacks do that. But then people were saying, he, Bradbury doesn't know what he's talking about. He didn't hold him. But like, it's like, what do you mean? He doesn't know the rules. And I, <laughs> when we get to the point where I hate the refs this year, they've been bad, I think. Um, but it, I, I can understand complaints, but I guess the point of 
shouldn't be called because it's not as entertaining. If it is called, it's kind of like, what's the point of having rooms then, sort of thing? Uh, like, that's people, that's it. But people forget, Kev, last year there was a worse holding call that was called on the Bengals that won the game for the Rams, where it, mm. he didn't even grab his jersey. He just touched him. Yes, yeah. That was way worse. And everyone now who's saying, oh, we'll never forget this, they probably forgot that one, and they'll forget this one. <laughs> See, what I can't figure out is why the script writers put this in. Because it's just controversy. It would have been a better ending if they let the Eagles get the ball. Well, the Eagles did get the ball. Um, right, but eight <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, I hate this whole thing, because there's a lot of people who legitimately think it's scripted now, because the players <laughs> keep going with it. Like, it's ridiculous, like. You know, but uh, look, I can get why people were angry and annoyed because it was teeing up. Now, I would have preferred if the Chiefs had got a touchdown and then the Eagles had to go back and get one. I would have preferred that rather than the field goals. But it yep. wasn't to be. Like you said, it was called. New set of downs. Uh, McKinnon nearly ran it in for a touchdown, stopped himself the last second. To be honest, that was probably the play of the game to be yeah, able to so stop smart. himself. In the Super Bowl, I would have said, fuck oh, it, I'm yeah. going in. I, wa I want a touchdown in the Super Bowl. When is he going to get this chance again? Ah, he might, but you never know. Like, There was a split second where it looked like he kind of forgot. And then he yeah. was like, oh, shit. Because the Eagles kind of half played it. Like, oh, we didn't get you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're so fast. <laughs> Whoa, wait there. <laughs> Should have showed them in for a touchdown. Yeah, that would actually, and then, like, what a hero play that would have been if someone did that. That would be genius, yeah. I think if you run at him like you're tackling, he might for a split second forget that he has to go down short. Yeah, because he'll try to break the tackle and then just jump out of the way and he falls into the end zone. Try something. That'd be a good one, but look, they got the field goal in the end. Gave Jalen Hurts five seconds on the clock to try and mount a, a drive. Eight. Was it eight? I thought it was five seconds. No, you got eight. Yeah. Eight, Twice three. as much time. What nearly. happened to the first three? Hmm? What happened to the first three seconds? Oh, the kickoff, actually, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, poor Jalen should have been out receiving that. <laughs> was it actually, yeah, it was kickoff. It was eight seconds for the kickoff, and then he got whatever, five. Had a bit in the kickoff too, where it's like go down. What are you doing? But yeah, look, the hail mary was going nowhere. Like I was a bit no, disappointed. It's it a flap at it. Ah, <laughs> it, oh, it was shocking. No length on it. Uh, the Chiefs go celebrating. Look, you feel bad for the Eagles. Um, great for Mahomes. Because for what do you think of the aftermatch? Uh, look, let's talk Mahomes. What MVP? Um, Deservedly so, man. He played with half a leg. Um, he completely led the team, and that's not just with Kelsey either. Like, like he completely dictated the play. It was, I suppose, it wasn't really a comeback because he knew the Chiefs were never out of it. But uh, it's because of him they weren't out of it. He fought, fought like, through. It. I think it was deserved. Now, like, of course, if the Eagles won it, you give it to Hurts too because he had an absolutely fantastic game. But you can't really give it to the loser. You can, and it has been done. 
Um, but I would <laughs> oh, like to add TJ. Yeah, TJ had Mahomes as MVP. Just to put that in. So no doubt he's <laughs> delighted with that. Um, I suppose <laughs> I Travis that. Kelsey looked good after the first drive. Then injury kind of snookered a little bit. Um, Kevin, you brilliant. <laughs> quite work out that one. Dennis had hurts. And look, I'd make the argument, nothing against Patrick Mahomes. I don't have any issue with him getting MVP. But I, I still think, look, they've given it to a, loser, a losing team player before. It's the most valuable player. The most valuable player on the field there for the Eagles was 100%. Or for both teams, I think, was Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He scored, what, three, three rushing, one throwing? Three rushing, one throwing, 300, or 300 yards passing. He led the Eagles in rushing 70 yards. Only one person rushed more, and they rushed six yards more with Pacheco. He was their run game. He was their pass game. He was their everything. Other than the fumble, he didn't put a foot wrong in the entire game. If he didn't fumble that, Adam, he would have won. Well, you could say that for a lot of things. If the call wasn't called, he potentially could have won. You know, that sort of thing. Um, but it just felt bad because it, it looked like we were watching him have the game of his life. Um, but he didn't get that MVP, the poor guy. Mm. I, th- I am happy for Mahomes, though. I think he does deserve it for the way he has played the last couple of years. Oh, he d- he did, he he got this year he's got what? He's won the Super Bowl, got Super Bowl MVP and got league MVP. He might as well retire. Uh, I don't know Maybe has twenty nine, is he? How many people have done that before? I don't know. Yeah, but like retire let let some of the other AFC QBs have a shot of glory, is what I think. I can't run uh, forever. It's time for <laughs> it's time for Ryan Tannehill. Um, I would say in the aftermath, I did like his interview when he uh, cursed and went, oh, sorry for that. Um, oh, he's 27. Travis, Fuck. But then Travis Kelsey came along. Did anyone watch his interview after? And you you mentioned that to me, and I was like, oh, I, to be honest, I didn't remember. So I went back and I had a look. Fuck me. What was he on about? It. Oh, I talked about this earlier about Travis Kelsey thinks he's in WWE at times. Great player. But if you didn't see it, he's like, they all ruled us out. They all wrote us off. We proved them wrong. I was like, who rules you out? Who wrote you off? Like, I don't think there's anyone who, if you said to them this time last year, I think the Chiefs could win the Super Bowl next year, they'd be like, that's crazy. Now, if that was Trevor Lawrence standing there with the Jags or Josh Rosen with the Cardinals after winning it, I'd be like, fair enough. Yeah. Fire off at it. But... The Chiefs, if the rule sold out means that some people thought the Bills had a better chance or the Bengals had a better chance, if that's what ruling off is, he needs to readjust himself. <laughs> uh, no wonder his mother wanted Jason to win. Did she want Jason <laughs> she to win? A bit she said she wanted Jason to win with the Eagles. Oh, I, lis- I listened to their podcast yeah. and she was they had her on it and she was very neutral. No, because Jason was having a child, so she said it'd be great for the old yeah. and the Super Bowl sort of thing. He's retiring know. though, isn't he? Or he uh, might think about looks it. Looks like it. Looks likely. Um, I suppose there's kind of a few things in the aftermath. It's one of those Super Bowls. It was a great Super Bowl. I know people complain that it just didn't end how they wanted to, but at the same time, it was entertaining, which like, is what you want. Um, there's a lot in the aftermath, however. Let's start off with the fun stuff. Juju. Well, actually, no. Let's reverse that a bit. Gatorade. Let's go. Back I was going to gonna say the pitch. 
Well, because we talked about the pitch, we talked about the game, but let's talk about the main important thing. When Patrick Mahomes was doing his interview and Jackson was unleashed due to his TikToks. It was as if he said, listen, cut out that crap. And then when I win, go mad. Do what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that's fairly acceptable. Uh, yeah, but why do you have to do behind the interview? Go to the pitch is a big place. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't think he knew at the interview or like he copped it. It didn't really look like he was he was trying to get in the interview way, but uh, <laughs> he was he was wedged in between. <laughs> but just <laughs> typical, God. like it's just typical, like. Oh, he wasn't. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Gatorade first. Absolute scenes because they weren't showing footage of the Gatorade being tossed. Yeah. People were going nuts. They were, they were already wet. Mm. It was already wet. It, it was hard to tell what color. People were guessing, and it was purple. Looks so strange. Looks on none of our radar. Purple at fourteen to one. What? what what's purple? Yeah. Grapes. Yeah, yeah imagine grapes. So. But there was a people at the stadium apparently tweeting um, that they were pouring purple in at the very start of the game, but nobody was believing them. Jesus. Imagine the amount of people putting in bets there on the sidelines. Just like a thousand euro on purple. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, that's it. Now the Chiefs had to win. Chiefs had to win, yeah. (laughs) Still, I take that chance. Um, Yeah, purple, no one had it for us anyway. Um, I went for clear slash water. And for a split second, people were like, I look like clear water. And I was like, yeah. And then as purple, it's clear as day. It's purple on the sort of photo. But yeah, let's talk about the pitch, TJ. You're not happy with it. Slippy, slippy and slippy. I'm not happy about it. I don't think anybody was happy about. It. Yeah, it was. It was fairly obvious uh, throughout the game for both teams. Like, in fairness, at least it affected both teams that like no one could complain about, and there wasn't any massive plays really affected by it. But it seemed everybody was falling all the place. Um. And even like when, even when uh, Mahomes was running, he slipped at one stage uh, after the injury uh, on the pitch, and everyone was like, "Whoa, don't be running!" Um, <laughs> and someone celebrating was it Pacheco where he was celebrating nearly? Oh yeah, himself. he nearly fell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, they had new types of grass or something like that, and uh, that wasn't really tested out correctly. And obviously it didn't work. Uh, what a time to do it. Do you want to um, know a bit of extra info on it though, TJ? Oh, go ahead. Before the game, I can't remember which player. They were interviewing a player before the game who played at this stadium multiple times. And he said that the issue that can happen on this stadium is they roll out the pitch or the field. They roll it out of the stadium, outside. Um, leave it there overnight a lot of times. So he says when they roll it back in, because it's been out for that long o- outside overnight, the grass builds up or the turf builds up humidity inside it. So then once you slide it back in to that sort of environment, the humidity can leak moisture into the grass. And then at the end, he goes, it can make it slippy, but I'm sure the NFL will have it all dried up by the time the guys get <laughs> 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 like, It's the biggest foreshadowing ever. If, if someone, no one paid attention to that. It's not like, you know, Good morning, football. That is whatever. somebody's job, though. That is somebody's job, and someone fucked it. Oh, Biggest yeah, game in the year. Football someone show, fucked it. I was really pissed. He was yammering on about it, and then I only went back after and 
looked up the cliff and people were sharing and saying he knew this was going to happen. <laughs> tell you what, the Cardinals are going to have to spend a lot to get a new pitch now because that's going to be absolutely tossed. Just ask lots of people forget about it. Like Just get a few paper towel, bounty towels out there. Towels. <laughs> Go on like sponsored. basketball with the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> the mops and just mopping it up. Let's get, get some of that concrete Dennis is always putting in. Yeah. Yeah. Won't mm. slip on that. Um, one thing for the aftermath as well to talk about is Juju being Juju and taking the Twitter yeah. for unnecessary reasons. Just was that? a bit, yeah, it was a bit dickish. That's like. not like him. So for anyone, well, for anyone who didn't see him on Valentine's Day, he posted up a picture of Bradbury saying, I'll hold you when it matters most as like a template for a Valentine's card. And I see Dennis already enjoys this. Yeah, I, I, I did actually like, I saw that post from Juju. <laughs> but uh, then AJ Brown came to his teammates defense quite graciously. He says, first off, congratulations. Well deserved. This is lame. Who was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal TikTok? He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or ever was. But congratulations again. So now people are buying shirts with TikTok quoted as the slogan. (laughs) Because Juju likes to do TikToks at the halfway line. Do you remember that before a game? I've seen he's done more TikToks this year than scored touchdowns. Like 19 TikToks. TikToks versus like yeah, three touchdowns. Say, wouldn't take that many TikToks. <laughs> he did have a good game, I must say, the second half particularly. But it, it had kicked off a bit of back and forth on Twitter, which is ridiculous. Go enjoy your win. Why are you doing on Twitter going back and forth? Yeah, what a fucking Twitter? loser. You've just won the Super Bowl and you're there like giving out on Twitter. Like, I'd be still drunk if I'm being honest. I wouldn't know what day to, I wouldn't know how to log into my Twitter, let alone getting a fight on Twitter. Um, shall we talk about briefly, I suppose, the future of these two teams? Because a lot has happened since the Super Bowl for the Eagles franchise. Do you know what I see? As much as I was loving the Eagles all season and I was I was hoping that they'd win, uh, I can see them ending up almost like the books. Um, last year, like everyone thinks they're gonna like storm next year and charge through, but I said they'll probably just have a mediocre year next year. Super Bowl hangover mm. is a real thing. I always talk about it, but it happens to big teams all the time, especially at the start of the year. But a big factor is, I suppose, they're they're losing their coaches. They've lost their yeah. defensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator since yeah. the Super Bowl. Uh, offensive yeah. coordinator Steichen's joined the Colts as head coach, and Gannon has joined the Cardinals as their head coach. I did think Sirianni had a big part to play in a lot of the play calling, in fairness, but uh, it's still not ideal to lose. But when you get to a Super Bowl and you have a, a good year like that, it's quite often you lose y- your top uh, coordinators. Uh, Interesting, because I want to go down a controversial route. Okay. Eric Bianemi. What the hell does that man have to do to get a head coaching job? I look for the Chiefs. What's he got? Yeah. Well, okay. So we actually talk about him every single year when it comes up to head coaching jobs. Uh, we've talked about repeatedly that apparently he doesn't interview well. Also, 
uh, going into this year, he wasn't taking any interviews. Um, well, I think it's because he did 17 interviews. Yeah, something Previously. like that. Um, he clearly yeah, has a lot of talent, talent uh, because um, um, Andy Reid relies on him quite a bit. And he talks about how he relies on him quite a bit. Uh, there's also the rumor that Andy Reid might hang up the boots soon enough and it might be BME's job after. Now, it doesn't look as if that's going to happen anytime soon. I don't but think so. Like, especially after a Super Bowl like that. And when you have Patrick Mahomes, why not ride that train, you know? The, the bit that I, I don't buy with that is even this year, Andy Reid had a meeting with all the team owners, or a majority of them, pleading the case of why is no one giving Eric a chance. Um, even after this Super Bowl, he was talking about it because with the two Eagles coaches, one of them, I think it was his first year, there's a coordinator for Eagles. Um, two of them moving on, that's two less jobs available. And I think Andy Reid was saying, look, he deserves um, a job. And look, he does. Like, How many coordinators can we see getting a chance just for one year? He's had, since 2018, probably the best offense in the NFL that he's run. I know you yeah. say they've got the weapons, but he's like, what does he got to do to get one? And the play calling is uh, extremely good too. Um, like it's in good, they have Patrick Mahomes and the Kelsey. Fair enough. Like the best uh, QB in the league and the best tight end in the league. Um, and after that, you have a lot of like you have a collective good team, but it's not star-studded talent. Yet he's utilizing everything, everything he why, has. Why? Why do you think Adam is not getting interviewed? Uh, he is or getting interviewed. Offered. I think what's happening. <laughs> maybe it's a controversial one the offers it's hard to tell but I think a lot of the interviews and we've heard it from other kind of black coaches in the league who say that they've got interviews for the sake of just the Run team away. is required to interview a black candidate yeah. and I think Flores talked about how you go into an interview where there's clearly no intention that you're actually in consideration the people are unprepared short interviews they don't seem to know much of your work sort of thing um, so I think a lot of his interviews I don't buy this thing where they say oh he just interviews badly you'd have to be the worst interviewer or interviewee in the world if you've won two Super Bowls with the best offense in the league and you still you could take a chance on him like you've yeah, been a bad interviewer even if he came in drunk and forgot the interview was on you'd still be like look I don't care I'll, let's see what happens get me a Kelsey um, so I don't know why <laughs> I think I will say I think a lot of interviews I don't buy this thing where he doesn't interview well. I think a lot of them probably are situations where people already know who they're going to hire, yeah. but they have to do this um, as part of the rules. Why I, I actually totally no agree. I actually totally agree. Yeah. I think it's actually scandalous. Like Even this Super Bowl is going to really put it in perspective. Like Some of the off-the-cuff stuff that they did, they recognized defenses, and yet they tore them apart. Scored 30, 33-odd points against the Eagles who have been stomping on lads all season and her defense is supposed to give them threats I'm sorry but like it, it can't be just Andy Reid he, he's doing something right there mm. you know but but even say you he has only been brought in for in some cases interviews someone surely is looking at it and saying this guy is good let's give him a chance he's 
Maybe one or two. Why? Why? Why aren't they like it? I, I'd love to. I'd love to sit there. Jeff Saturday is a head coach, or was a head coach in the league. Like, you know, <laughs> there is. There's been a lot. There's been people with a lot less in their CV and a lot worse in their CV given chances. And I don't believe Urban Meyer interviews well. I couldn't have a picture that. Oh no, he's a charmer, man. He's an absolute charmer. He brought them out for drinks. Brought them out for the bar. He showed them the right locales to go to. Brought them to some dive Showed them some holes. Like a dive hole. Sorry. It'd be interesting what happens there, so because Andy Reid quite clearly. There's a little bit of two things. Andy Reid, the idea of becoming an offensive coordinator is the next step, is that head coaching role. He probably wants Eric to go on to be a head coach. He'll bring in a new offensive coordinator who's his next project sort of thing. Similar to what you see Bill do. Um, so he obviously wants that to happen. Eric's got a one-year contract, I think, left. If he can't get something after that, I, I don't know what's going on in the NFL. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. Like, I... Te- some teams there, you look at them and they're hiring pretty much, not anybody. nobody's, but they questionable, anybody, like. questionable hires, like, and if this guy has a proven track record now, he's, I think the Chiefs have been to, what, four AFC championships in the last five years, two Super Bowls. Yeah. When it comes there, to the hiring, there's too, something else, there's something else going on, like. When it comes to the hiring, too, there, like, a lot of the owners and management are involved, and they wouldn't be as football savvy and they would have their own biases not i'm not saying it's racial biases i'm saying that like maybe it's somebody who's been related to the club before or had like an ex-player or like um has been an ex-coach that has come up somewhere else um, and stuff like that that they might be before the interview starts they have an idea who they want uh, and it's I, kind I, of unfortunate I think... that way I think that's right in terms of having an idea, and I think I might know what it is. If I was to guess, everybody wants this young hotshot head coach, yeah, Sean McVay. If you look at all the recent hires, they they're all like r- relatively fresh mm. coordinators who are young, flashy guys, sort of thing. And maybe because the enemy's in his fifties, been there, done that. The teams are saying, "Oh well, like he's got experience, but we want some sort of new hotshot head coach, sort of thing." But it, I still don't think it makes sense. Uh, if you look it at all the make hires, sense. but if you look at the hirings, like it's a lot of them. Majority of them now have been all these young under forty guys, sort of things that are getting yeah. hired. I don't really understand it sometimes. Like, I think. They looked out with McVeigh. Like he definitely deserved to be there and all that, but uh, obviously with they tried it with like Cliff Kingsbury and all that, just young guys and just hoping to get a new McVeigh. It doesn't always work. Like, I wonder if Cliff is still in Thailand in his <laughs> retreat. Well, look, he's having a good old time. That sums up the sort of head coach. No disrespect to Cliff, but I don't know. If Eric, if he had a, a rough year, be like, I'm going off the grid and going to Thailand for a month or whatever. Like, it's all these weird new age thinkers. <laughs> He's a young guy. He's going <laughs> after living his best life, you know. <laughs> very funny. But look, that's maybe something we can delve into coaching carousel during the kind of off season. But um, 
Yeah, that's an old look. Good Super Bowl, but what the hell do we do with ourselves now? Uh, XFL. Interesting. Untapped market. Come back. Yeah, it's coming yeah, back. See right? the madness I went down in the first week. Something well, I didn't even watch the first week. It was good. Oh, right? man. It's brilliant because... Well, just like... The madness that went on. I know we can go into it again, but uh, like the refs are far more lenient on stuff than uh, the NFL. Just, there's hits off the ball. There's guys who get hit off the ball, no flag, and that guy retaliating, hitting other guys, and they bring a camera onto the field to watch it <laughs> rather than calling the flag. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is thinking this sounds like it's sort of football. <laughs> yeah. I actually went to an so. XFL game before. The old Dallas yeah. Roughnecks, or whatever the hell they were called. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, no, do we have any closing pieces, guys? I think all in all, it was a good Super Bowl. Entertaining. Not one side. Yeah. What you want. It is, it is what High you scores. want. Uh, did you want to go over your score predictions before we wrap it? I was wrong. Kevin uh, no, 27-25 to the Eagles. Dennis, you had 33-14 to the Eagles. I've only, <laughs> I've only noticed this now. Then uh, TJ, you had the Chiefs to win 34-27. And then I had the Chiefs to win 43-37, which I think at the time was optimistic, but it was a high-scoring game at least. Right. Just going to want to say your goodbyes and any kind of uh, words of sentiment to go into the, the seven month break in football. I can't believe it's seven months, man. It's so fucking shit. I'll <laughs> be TJ's words to get you through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the depressing stage. We're just like, oh, what do I do? Do I live my life now? I suppose. Uh, but no, then the hype builds in a month's time when. Uh, those draft prospects start uh, doing stuff you know, stupid on videos. Oh, it's great. Get that bong out. <laughs> Get that bong out, yeah. Uh, Kevin, anything for yourself? I just want to say thanks to everyone who did join us over the last few months. Hopefully you'll stick with us. <laughs> that sounded threatening. You better stick with us. No, no. Just I'm just saying with some upcoming lawsuits and stuff, we hopefully you'll stand by us. <laughs> We'll use AI to replicate whoever <laughs> gets, um, gets, I suppose, incarcerated. Uh, Dennis, any uh, words for no, anyone? Just tune in for the truth in about seven months' time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we'll be here for <laughs> seven months. But all right. Dennis, we have the Pro Bowl I next week. Don't forget. True about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm sure we'll have. We say it's a long time, but I'm sure, like TJ said, no time we'll be giving our, I suppose, giving you our terrible draft uh, predictions uh, where we get two picks right in the first round. <laughs> uh, also, actually, before we go, fair play, TJ, your curse is lifted. That, that's back to back Super Bowls you predicted now. That is, actually, yeah. I'm going to go on a seven. Super Bowl streak now, just like my last streak, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully not, I suppose. <laughs> um, now look, before we say goodbye, just remember, if you ever do find yourself in the situation where you won the Super Bowl, 
don't go to Twitter and start getting in arguments with all the other players from the other team. Um, do it personally and, and face-to-face, you know. Right. Thank you, guys. Hello. God bless and good luck. Chris is blessed. Bye bye. And I love you, Kimmy. Quite staticky. Hi, every enemy.